Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove local hour. We are talking uh, recap from Cincinnati and a preview of uh, Kentucky EKU coming up this Saturday. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove podcast. McKinney looks, steps to the pocket, throws open receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour. Today, we are presented by IPM Pests and Termite. Like uh, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. If you live in Central Kentucky and you have ants, spiders, centipedes, uh, what else is going on these days? Stink bugs, whatever it is, you need to call IPM Pest and Termite. And they're going to take care of you. Tell them the sports stove sent you. Uh, I'm your host, Vince Stover, joined by the one and only Captain Rhino, Ryan Jackson. Uh, Ryan, how you feeling, man? I feel all right. Body's a little sore, a little tight, but I feel good. Uh, is it is it tougher recovery week one or tougher recovery at the last game of the season? Ooh, physically uh, speaking, mm, that's that's tough because I feel like both are kind of taxing. The first game is probably easier because you don't have multiple games stacked on top of you of trying to recover. But I, I do remember recovering after those last couple games, and yeah, that's that's tough too. <laughs> I can't. That is probably the last game I would say. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Cincinnati came and went. Uh, definitely didn't go the way you hoped it would. Uh, final score, 66-13. Um, that being said, uh, as we talk about Cincinnati, I really felt like, especially early on in the game, you guys defensively held, 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 and then it was like one broken play, like one big play, and then you know they scored. Then the next possession, same thing, held, 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 and then one big play. Score and then before too long, it was already kind of out of hand. But I, I, the, my thinking was, I know what the score says, but it's not as bad as, as what the score says if you could take away a couple, couple mistakes. Right, right. Uh, Cincinnati's obviously they they kicked our tail. Uh, they came out and uh, definitely beat us. We uh, we gave up a lot of stupid little mental mistakes, but you can't do that against the best. Like. Yeah. That's that's one thing I'm mad that we didn't play our best game. We didn't put our best foot forward. And like my dad likes to tell you, you can't you can't beat the champ without actually like beating the champ. You have to yeah. go out there and play a perfect game. And unfortunately, we just we just couldn't do that. And yeah. one led to another, and they just kept piling up. They did. Uh, we talked about it before last week. They have uh, Florida transfer in at quarterback Emory Jones. Um, he played really well. Um, he had he set his personal record, I think, for touchdowns scored. Uh, but he threw the ball nineteen to twenty three, three forty five, five touchdowns. Um, and uh, but you guys held you guys. The run defense was really solid, uh, not just with against the running backs, but even when Emory Jones would get out and scramble. Overall, uh, they had, he had the one touchdown run that was just – it looked like you guys were really tired. Um, outside of that, it was – I thought you guys contained the run really, really well. Did you, were you guys proud of how that went? Uh, like you said, maybe like the little moral victories, I guess. is yeah. It's cool to, to know that we can have the ability to stop the ball like that. But uh, everything everything's disappointing with, with a, when it comes with a loss. Yeah. No matter how many yards, no matter what the numbers really look like, you're still going to be mad. I, I do like how we did come out and attack the run. I'm glad we didn't stray away from it because Cincinnati's a running team or 
the coach and the scheme is mostly right. heavy. So that was good to see that they couldn't just run all over us. But uh, yeah. we definitely can still do better. And there's definitely more things we can't improve on. Yeah, they had one long run, 54-yard run. Uh, outside of that, and again, the Emory Jones touchdown where he, he kind of rolled right and then cut back all the way across the field. Um, that was kind of – it just looked like you guys were really tired at that point. Uh, you'd been on the field a lot there uh, in the first half. But nonetheless, uh, like I said, I, I don't think the score tells the story. I think there's um, – I mean, they obviously beat you guys, but I, I don't think – especially in the first half, I really felt like you guys played a lot better than it looked on the scoreboard and uh, kind of held, you held your own. I felt like with the exception of a couple mistakes and those mistakes were costly uh, with the long touchdown passes and the things like that. Um, I didn't, I did not see, and I don't know if you guys did um, or not. I, there was a, uh, I don't I think they ended up calling it a touchdown down the right side, sideline. The guy was wide open. Like there's nobody covering them. And I was assuming it was just a, a communication error. Would that be safe to say? That that's definitely safe to say. It's some type of some type of issue within the secondary of, with uh, communicating. There's a loud crowd, a lot of a lot of screaming fans. But that that's no excuse for them. They need to fix that. And that's something we'll have to fix going on throughout the rest of the season. Because once it shows up on film, that's an issue that will c- continue to come up. Yeah. So that's something that has to get fixed and corrected sooner than later. Yeah, I but, was looking down. <laughs> an effort by uh, Kiari to try and stop him, though. Yes, yes. I was looking down. I think I was typing something at the time, and I heard the crowd, and I looked up, and I saw him run, the receiver running down the, the sideline wide open. And I was like, well, that's odd. <laughs> that doesn't happen very often. Uh, needless to say, I, I could not see. I did not see the replay on it either. So I wasn't sure what happened on that one. Um, Emory Jones, like I said, he had a good game, but he was sacked twice, including once by our very own Ryan Jackson. Uh, how good did that feel? I mean, I know, again, in the grand scheme of things, it's still a loss, but how good did that feel to get your hands on Emory Jones? It felt, it felt great because, like, last season, I didn't really get any sacks. So to come out this season and start the, the first game of the season off with a sack, especially against a, a dynamic running quarterback, I, I had been able to slip through the pocket a couple times, and I had been able to get pressure throughout the game. But it, it was good to finally, finally get one, just finally yeah. get my hand one time. So. I would say it's, it's a great moment because of the work I put in just for that one play to get my one moment. So I, I, I'm always excited when I get plays like that. Yeah, it's a sweet move. Uh, it looked like you stunned left. I don't know if that's the right terminology. And then came back to the right uh, and then under I'd underhook him. I'm not sure what you even, what your move was yeah. there. I was, I was playing. They they did a lot of slide protections. And I had noticed that uh, once I had popped off the center one time, they started to leave that little gap open in between the center and guard because the center would stop paying attention after the first little initial pop. Mm-hmm. So after I popped off him, I was going to stunt as far as I could over to the guard to see if he would overset me. As soon as I felt him overset me, I got my hands. I was able to shift rick- ricochet back and get back north on him because he gave up too much on the inside. Yeah, I love that. I love that you're able to see that stuff going on and then setting it up. Uh, that's pretty cool. It's not luck by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, it's no. hard work, and then it's on top of hard work. It's 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 studying, it's understanding, and seeing things, and then and then making the adjustments uh, in the middle of the game as well. That's pretty cool. Uh, let's talk about your defense a little bit before we get to the offense. Uh, you mentioned him, Kiari, uh, true freshman, started at cornerback. Frankie was out this game. Um, hopefully, he'll be back soon. Uh, but uh, Kiari looked good. Uh, I thought, for, especially for being a true freshman. Um, I thought he really held his own out there. He was part of that miscommunication, uh, but he made a huge play to try to make the tackle at the goal line as well. And then special teams too. 
I, I was really impressed with Kiari this week. Right. Kiari, Kiari Magloria is awesome kid, awesome character. He is a no-excuse guy. He comes in, works, and it's yes, sir, no, sir, uh, I'll get the job done type guy. And he he's done that since he first got here to EKU, and I'm happy that he's continued that attitude. He, he's going to be special. He really is, and, like, got a good size, ball skills, speed. He, The younger brother, Keandre, but, like, that's mm-hmm. besides the point. But he, he he's just he's just a heck of a person, heck of an athlete, and he just the ultimate competitor. Yeah, that family is athletic. Keandre is one of those guys. I've always felt like he could make a move to receiver if he wanted to. Uh, I thought Keandre has great hands and super athletic. I like to see him on special teams as well. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, Kiari had his moments for sure. Uh, I tried to watch, and I don't know how much you can tell from from a game like this. I tried to watch the, the rotation a little bit, see who was subbing in and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of movement with the safeties, um, mm-hmm. especially. I felt like mm-hmm. the linebackers to some degree, um, but it felt like the safeties were still trying to figure out what it's going to look like the rest of the season. Um, I don't know how much you pay attention to that during the game other than just going out and playing. Um, it looked like the D-line would come off to get a breather and then come back on kind of a deal. Um, but it looked like they were kind of fishing for finding that right connection out there in the defensive backs and things like that as well can you learn things from a game like this or is it really i mean i know you can are you learning things as a team about yourselves about how it's going to fit together or when it gets to a game like a 66 to 13 game do you kind of have to put some of that aside and get into the next one well if you really watch the game you notice we played a lot of guys that either haven't played football in a long time or haven't played at that specific level in a long yeah. time, and that's also still no excuse for any of them. Like, yeah, we still have to go out, and we still have to produce. But uh, especially on our on our back end, we had a lot of guys that, like, it was Kiari's first big game, Tyreek Henderson's first big game, and you you learn that, man, they're they're they they still got kind of got to get their feet wet. You don't you don't lose trust in them ever. You don't ever lose faith in them. You just you hope next week they bounce back and get better. Yeah. Or you see next week, maybe they fix all the little details that we went over today. You see yeah. how you see how their communication starts building. You see how maybe maybe they find a different way to communicate amongst themselves. Hmm. And that's that's where you find out if your team's getting better or they're okay and content with being the same way. I I don't know how to like really answer it other than I feel like in the secondary there's four good guys back there and Nick, Mike reek kj four solid guys four great competitors and i hope this week they really push each other to see who's who rise above the the rest of them who will who will do more for our team who can produce more for our team uh newcomer logan blake led the team with 10 tackles he also had uh one and a half tackles for loss nick chile with nine tackles deontay bembry seven and jalen harrod with seven as well i thought jalen played really well not that's not a surprise uh, sure. but i thought i thought jalen played really well as well as he's He's getting a bigger role again this year. Uh, had a bigger role last year than when he had the year before. Bigger role this year as well. And uh, he just flies around out there. I mean, he just he's yeah. out there making plays. Jalen's done a good job of not only being able to read the field, but being here for so long, he's seen every block you could possibly give him. He's seen most of the route concepts you could possibly give him. It, it should come easier and naturally more to him. So that that's probably the best and the biggest advantage Jalen has. Playing since 2020, he's – He's seen all types of college reps. Right. Uh, very good. There's now I can't, I didn't bring my notes with me. Um, there was another guy, Kiore, Ki, 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 
made a great special teams tackle, uh, running down on the punt, punt coverage, mm-hmm. huge tackle. There was another guy, and I, oh my goodness, a Trey? Is there a Trey out Trey, there? That's Trey Good. Yeah, he made a yeah, uh, heck of a play too, uh, out on punt coverage. I think it was the first punt of the game. Uh, yeah. Went down. It was open field tackle. Uh, wrapped him up, brought him down immediately, and uh, and man, he looked really good out there. I thought something I mentioned to coach after the game um, in the post game press conference was, man, I thought special teams looked solid yeah. today. And he talked about he didn't love the blocking on the return team, uh, but outside of that, he felt he felt the same way. So you guys encouraged by what you're seeing out there with your with your uh, special teams. Honestly, it's it's great to see because in my four years, our special teams hasn't been the best in the world, I'll be honest. But the way Coach Day has come in and tried to change up how not only he approaches special teams, but how he encourages it to us, obviously, has worked. It's it's inspired guys like Keandre. It's inspired guys like Trey to go out there and really produce on special teams to show, yeah. make names for themselves. People aren't like, ah, that might be Trey Gooden or is it Trey Gooden? It, it, it makes a difference. It really does. Uh and I think the way we go about meetings and the way we go about practicing special teams, we should continue to get better at those. Mm. I love it. Uh, offensively, let's get over there. Parker was Parker. He did have uh, two interceptions, uh, but 13 of 24. He had a touchdown, 177 yards. He got sacked three times. Jaden Smith, I mean, let's he's the man. Uh, Jaden Smith was incredible. Five catches, 81 yards. Um, in the first half, every ball he touched, he, he put an extra 20 yards after the catch. I mean, he was incredible out there. Clearly the, the communication and the connection with Parker and him is solid as always. Um, uh, but man, what can you say about Jaden Smith? Uh, what, what can you not say about Jaden? He, <laughs> he comes to work every day and brings people to that level he plays at. What he plays like in a game, he plays like in practice. It, no matter what, he comes out there and he balls, whether that's inside drill where he does, he's not even getting the ball. He's going to block whoever he can. J- Jado will outwork just about anybody to get to be the best. He'll yeah. do whatever he takes. And that's the one thing I love and respect about him because not only does he do that and he's younger than me, it makes me want to be like, be like Jado. Like, yeah. I got to hold myself to the high standard that he set. Like he's he's coming out here, you would think an NFL scouts out there to see him every day, right? How hard how hard he legitimately works and yeah. how hard he works it shows on the field, and that's the product he puts out there. Yeah, Jado's an ultimate professional. He's incredible. He's an incredible ball player. Um, Jalen Burbage got the start. He was out there as well. A couple mm-hmm. targets, couple catches. Hunter Brown got his first touchdown as an EKU Colonel, the first touchdown of the season. Uh, over the middle, I think it was a eight yard catch, I believe. Um, I don't remember now the touchdown. Uh, seventeen yard pass. That's what I meant to say uh, for him, and uh, he took on that role. Uh, Reese Reese again didn't play. Um, they had a lot of young tight ends coming in to kind of fill in and and play different roles. You saw, well, I I saw some some things with that that you could tell, boy, that that must be a freshman. But that being said, Hunter Brown's not a freshman. He came in and played really solid as well, and I think he looks like he can be a real target. Uh, not not necessarily Dak-like, uh, not saying that, but I think he can be a, a solid target moving forward. All right, I told, I told everybody to watch out for Hunter Brown. He, he, yeah. he is an awesome, not only person off the field, but great person on the field, good character guy. Doesn't say too much, but comes to work. Just like just like Jado, he, he, he comes in, works hard, and he expects everybody else around him to work hard. He, he even told me one time he transferred to this division just so he could play better competition. 
that's that's mm-hmm. the type of guy he is. He didn't he didn't really care about the name. He didn't really care about the the gear, the the cool little stuff. He looked at our schedule and he said he wants to play better people. So mm-hmm. that's why he came. And nice. I, he he is an ultimate competitor. He yeah. he'll nudge you a couple times. Like he, he treats it like a game. And that's yeah. that's what I, that's what I love about people like Jado Hunter, Parker, Peyton, guys that come to work every day. And I hope I hope that our team starts playing up to that level too. Uh, how about Joshua Carter? This kid, he comes in seven touches, 72 yards. Um, he had a long run for 34, mm-hmm. average 9.7 a carry. Um, I mean, the way that the offense works, at least the way it worked last year and the way it worked in Cincinnati today is it's like Braden gets the first series, Josh gets the second series, they gave Keandre the third series, and then as the game goes on, it, it starts to go a little bit down to who's who's running well. Um, but Josh, I mean, from the first touch he had, he just said, I want the ball, feed me. And right. uh, and every time he got it, he did something with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Josh, mean, Josh is a great north-south runner. You give him a little bit of a hole, he's going to hit it. He's going to hit it as hard as he can. He's going to run as hard as he can. He, Josh, you you think the way he breaks out of the line, you think he's going to score every time, and then you realize that he's not the fastest person in the world. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I love to Josh, but I like <laughs> he, he he he's a lot like the rest of my teammates. He I I, I got nothing but respect for Josh Carter. He he has a brother in the NFL you would have never known unless you asked him. He comes in and he he just produces. He he's behind. He's with a really good running back group. Like he knows that, and he knows he has to compete with those guys each day to get his name up in the in the ranks, and then. Then you give him a chance in Cincinnati, pops off seven rushes for big yards. Like yeah. that's that's just what our team needs. He knows his role within our team. He knows his role is that not power back, but north south. Get us a good get us a good chunk of yards. Get us a good chunk of yards, Josh. And that's what he does. Yeah. He's got great, it seems like great vision. Uh he makes a one move and then it's straight ahead after right. that. He makes one little juke and then he's going forward. And mm-hmm. uh yeah, he not he may not outrun anybody, but he's gonna get those yards. <laughs> And uh, he's going to pull some people with him to do it as well. Uh, last thing I got for the Cincinnati game is Cam Hergoth. Uh, he gets an opportunity in the fourth quarter. Now, granted, it was a change of pace from what from what uh, Parker was doing. But all of a sudden, this kid took off. And it's like, whoa, uh, this kid is, is a one athletic dude. And uh, Cam Hergoth showed us that what his legs can do. Uh, just in that, that last quarter, he ended up with six uh, carries, 45 yards. Um, in, in a short amount of time. Uh, so that's, I've asked the question already this year to a few different people, you know, knock on wood, but if Parker goes down, how confident are you? He's a different kind of player than Parker. No one's going to ask him to be Parker. Um, but he showed he's got, he's got a lot of athleticism. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes back to what I think is the biggest theme with our team is competitiveness. Cam probably got in that game, thought he could still win, honestly. <laughs> Like yeah. that, that's how that's how much he he goes into games feeling he can win. He he's uber confident, and I I love it about him because he he's one of the fastest people in the room. He works hard, and he he knows he's not he knows he can learn from Parker. Like he's yeah. not he's not trying to step on any toes. Not saying he's not trying to be better or be right. the best. He's, he plays his role, which his role is holding our kicks, which that is a great role for him. That gets yeah. him out there. And then once he gets his chance in the game, he, he likes to light it up. And I, that's 
that's the crazy that's the great thing about him like he, he he's just a, he's a great guy a great competitor like i said he probably he probably thought he could win if he kept running i told him he needs to stop running like that or he's gonna get knocked out <laughs> like, he needs to slide a little bit more but yes yeah. whatever <laughs> i did notice on the last field goal uh coach called timeout uh which seemed odd and then uh, on top of that, they brought in the backup holder uh, to hold as Cam was playing quarterback at the time. Do you know the thought process behind behind that? Uh, I don't know the thought process behind it. I'm happy my boy Austin Welch got in the game, though. That's all yeah. that matters to me. Uh, <laughs> once I looked back there and actually noticed it was him, that was crazy because he he's another guy. He's behind a, an All-American kicker, right. Patrick. He's behind an All. But he is never – that has never deterred him from kicking field goals for us. Never deterred us, deterred him from coming back every practice, trying to compete with Pat. And Austin's a great person, goes to FCA all the time. He he's one of my better friends on the team. I love picking on him, but uh, yeah. he 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 he's competing, yeah. and he it just doesn't matter to him that he's going against an All American kicker. He's competing. Yeah. He makes Pat better. Obviously, Pat went what two for two, four for four, or however many field yeah. goals we kicked. Two for two from field goals. Uh, and then the extra point was good as well. And that and that might not happen if Welch isn't biting at his heels sometimes. Right. Trying to catch up to him. Yeah, last year wasn't Pat's best year, um, and I'm sure having that competition is helpful for guys like that as well because obviously Pat has the talent. There's no question no question about that. Um, and uh, But, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Uh, we were up there. I was actually chatting uh, with a couple other guys, uh, EKU guys up in the press box. And uh, the timeout, I was just kind of like, "Why are we calling? Time? Like, let's let's right. go, <laughs> you know." And uh, and then I saw, "Oh, wait a second, they're they're gonna Cam's not gonna hold this one." And I thought, "Well, that's really interesting." I'm curious. Maybe someday I'll ask Coach. I'm just curious, you know, one of those things. That's, that's an interesting decision to make, but that's cool. It's cool for anybody that got a chance to play, um, especially guys. As I'm guessing, um, Welch didn't think he was gonna gonna see the field, right. um, and sure. uh, got the opportunity. And that's a that's a tough thing. To hold kicks, I mean, I've never done it. Don't get me wrong, but I can only imagine the pressure that's there and and everything that's going on uh, there as well. Uh, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna take a break. I just got a text message, Ryan, that uh, our man Kiara can come join us. Um, and so what I'm gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break, and I'm going to run a commercial. And I'm going to get this link over uh, to Kiare, and we're going to get Kiare on the program. Great. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to hear from All Around Roofing. Um, and All Around Roofing has been a sponsor of the program and uh, does awesome stuff for us. Our All Around Roofing player of the game this week, we're going to give it to Jaden Smith uh, just because he was dynamic along the way. So let's hear a quick word from All Around Roofing. When we come back, it might be a couple minutes after we get back, but when we come back very shortly, we're going to talk to Kiare Maglore uh, as well. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a locally owned company servicing Madison County and all of Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and more. All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Call today, 859-489-5179 to get a free quote. That's 859-489-5179. We can handle your all-around exterior needs at All Around Roofing. With 
With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. Welcome back into the Sports Stove local hour. We just got done talking in Cincinnati. And if you missed any part of the episode, you can go back on YouTube and check it out. Or the audio version will be available on the podcast later this evening as well. Uh, while we're waiting, oh, uh, let's see here. Well, while we're waiting for Kiare, uh, we're going to talk about the uh, comp- competition coming up this week. And uh, it's a segment that we're going to call our Pest of the Week, presented by IPM Pest and Termite. All right. Our Pest of the Week this week, presented by IPM Pest and Termite. Visit myipm.com and uh, get more information about that. Up next for EKU is the Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, About an hour and a half drive up to Cincinnati. Now only a half hour or less to get up to Lexington and Kroger Field. Um, I'll tell you what, Ryan, I've been talking to a lot of people, a lot of people that I work with are big Kentucky fans and things like that. And, uh, they're, they're excited about this. The tailgates are going to be up and going. I'm going to be uh, swinging by and checking out a few different people's tailgates, uh, you know, uh, skimping off of their food and stuff like that. So, uh, get it all ready to go. Uh, but Kentucky had a great week. They played ball state in week number one. They won 44 to 14, uh, new quarterback in town for Kentucky, Devin Leary, 241, a touchdown and an interception. Now, you never got to play against Will Levis. Um, Leary's not quite the athlete that Levis is. Not to say he's not an athlete, but he's not quite what, what Will Levis was. Um, I would assume you guys started watching some film today or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely started watching some film on him today. All right, so what are you seeing from Devin Leary, the O-line, uh, what you're looking at going against? Uh, it's another it's another solid team we're, we're going to get to go against this week. I honestly need to get caught up on my history of EKU versus UK games because apparently they've all been pretty close. Uh, yes. But uh, I, they're, they're another big team, big, fast team. Uh, quarterback makes a lot of good reads, I would say. He kinda, they kind of play like our team a little bit. It's mm-hmm. a little slower pace, but the little intermediate routes, the little running game, and then the kind of bomb, I mean – it's, it's, it's another good, solid team. We're going to have to come in and play hard. We're going to have to communicate a whole lot better and uh, get physical with them for sure because they're going to try and get physical with us. Yeah, of course, Coach Will spent some time at UK. You've got two assistant coaches that played at UK, um, all that kind of stuff. I know I don't think it's this big uh, chip on the shoulder kind of a thing. I think it's more of an excitement to, to go back for some of these guys as well. Of course, the in-state guys, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool opportunity uh, as well. So, uh, a lot coming uh, there, but Kiare's here, so we're going to bring him up. We'll talk more Kentucky in just a moment. But it's time for our guest uh, here tonight, and it is a freshman cornerback, the one and only Kiare McGlore. Hey, man, how you doing? Oh, can you hear me? Oh, let's see here. I can't hear you. He can't hear me. It's okay. Don't worry. We'll figure it out. Um, are you there? You can, he can, I can't hear you. This is the great, the great thing of live, live things. Um, if you can hear me, Kiara, there you go. Good idea. He's going to go out. He'll come back in. 
And usually that does the trick. We'll see. But this is the great thing about doing it live. In the past, we've always done it recorded. And you can you can deal with some of these things uh, as you go through. And uh, But, hey, I like doing it live better. It's a lot more right. fun uh, for people to right. see the real, the real aspect of things and how things work. But uh, let's try him again. He's coming back on now. There he is. Hey, man, can you hear us? All right, hang on one second. We got uh, – all right, let's try that. Testing one, two. Can you hear me? Oh, man, your audio is, uh, you sound like an alien. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This happened once with Coach Pro Throw, too. Um, you sound like an alien the whole way through. All right, is that better? Now I can't hear you at all. <laughs> <laughs> better now there we go i got you yes okay now we're gonna try to figure out after i said that we uh got an echo all right let's try that all right talk to me kiara yes sir yes sir there we go. All right. I think we got it figured out. All right. <laughs> we had to work hard on that one. Uh, hey, welcome to the show, man. Uh, congratulations on game number one. You got the start. You played really well. We've already talked about you uh, yes, on the sir. show. Thank so uh, <laughs> uh, tell us about that, uh, what it was like. I mean, you're, it's your first game not being a high school player. Uh, so uh, what was it like going out there and playing? I mean, honestly – First of all, the stage was surreal, and I was just really blessed to be out there with my teammates and give it all we got. Um, personally, I feel like our coaches did a great job preparing me like throughout my redshirt season. So whenever I took the field, I felt like I was really ready to attack the day. And I feel like I could have probably done a better job showing that, but we're definitely ready to turn it up again this week against UK. I tell you, and I said this after the game, I saw it with your family out there in the tunnel and – I was impressed with your special team play, not just your, your corner play, but you went out there and made, made a play, great coverage and all that kind of stuff. I mean, what is it that motivates you to – because special teams, depends on who you talk to. Some people don't like it. Um, some people love it. So uh, tell us what you saw on that play on your coverage tackle. Uh, well, whenever – because we have some different formations and when I got the opportunity to – split out wide, I thought, why not try some of the releases I've been working on and practicing? I got the best of the DV on that play and got downfield. And coach always tells us to just play fast through the numbers whenever you're playing the gunner, like take your shot. And I took my shot and made my play. And it was it was just really great, you know? Man, I'll tell you what. And again, being uh, a freshman, uh, even if it was a red shirt, it's that, that opportunity to get out there. When did you know you were going to start? Oh, uh, we actually had some unfortunate incidents with one of our other starting corners, and I was able to step up and be the guy that they needed to make the plays that they that were needed to be made. So, you know, I just got in there and did what they asked me to do, and it all turned out all right. Now, is it normal for you to attack the guy in front of you uh, and take him out so he can't play? <laughs> <laughs> Not very like me at all. I'd rather learn. I'd rather earn it the hard way. Yeah, I understand, and obviously we hope to see Frankie on the field soon, and yes, uh, and, and him running. The fire. There's there's room for both of you, right, on on the field. Yes, sir. Of course, of yeah. course. <laughs> Ryan, what do you got for Kiari? 
Uh, Kiara, you come from like a really good high school with your brother and all that, and y'all are super close. But like, I got a question: How do you like? How do you separate yourself from just being Keandre little brother? You know, honestly, I feel like I feel like that's where the energy of mine, I guess you could say, I have comes in. I just try to bring a lot of positivity and good vibes to the field and just be the best version of myself, like Coach Wells always talks about being. And, you know, I just kind of really go out there and have fun and do my thing. You know, I'm still young, but I feel like I've earned somewhat of a status on this team and people respect me and I respect others. And I feel like we get along really well. What's it like being I, – I, I, did you play with your brother? I'm trying to think of your guys' age gap. Um, but yeah, he's, what, he's what, three, four years older? No, he's, he's three years in age older, but only two grades ahead of me. Okay. So we got to play together for the last two years of his high school career. Yeah, and you were down in Florida, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, and uh, so having that opportunity not just to play with him a couple of years in high school, but now to play with him in college – um, away from home, uh, so but you still got a sibling thereby. Is it cool to be on the same team? Obviously, you had a choice. Um, so is I it cool to be on the same team? I hear about this all the time, and I just can say we're nothing but blessed to be able to play side by side with each other. Not like there's not many people who get this opportunity. And I mean, we live together off the campus, and we just we got our little dog running around <laughs> like two co-parents. It's it's really <laughs> great. It honestly is really great. We get along really well too. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Now, I just said this earlier on the program, so you tell me uh, what you think about this. I've always said, I, I think that your brother's athleticism and pass-catching ability is really, really solid. I always thought maybe he made a, he could make a move to receiver and, and, and take advantage of that. Honestly, and respect to all of my receivers, but <laughs> I don't think anybody on our team has a better shoulder shake than Keandre. He's, he's, he works on those one, two steps, he, he knows what he's doing with it. I, I tell him he can get out there and do some things himself. I agree. I've always thought that's his, his biggest threat out of the backfield is his hands and receiving and things like that. Um, if you guys are going one-on-one, -on -one, you're covering him. How, do, how does that matchup go? He's still a running back now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to take me, but I will give him, I'll give him an honest three out of the 10 reps. I, I'll say he can get me a few times with the shoulder shaking. You know, I just got to <laughs> give him first first reps. I love it. Oh, that's great, man. That's great. Your family, uh, they I've seen them at several games. Um, do they do they come up for the games or are they in the area now? No, nah, they, they come up whenever they come to our games there. We're expecting to see them again in Lexington uh this weekend. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I know we've seen Ryan's dad and mom and and had a chance to meet his family and things like that as well. And I think it's cool when Families can come up, especially when they don't live in the area. I mean, Rhino's dad's only a couple hours away, uh, but uh, but yeah, that's a that's a little bit of a trip uh, <laughs> to come up from Florida for sure. But I know yeah, it's exciting. My parents and family, they're big on supporting us, and you know yeah. we just really appreciate them. They're great. Yeah. What is the um, what is the thing that got you to the level you're at now? Obviously, I, let me put it this way: I know it's hard work, and I don't mean to take any credit away from the work that you put in. Uh, what else would you say has attributed the most to your um, success up to this point in your, your football career? I mean, other than obviously God, I would say it was all the mentors and coaches that I've had in my corner. Like I've always had somebody every year that I've played football and stepped on the field that was just really hard on me, but it was like a tough kind of love and it always pushed me in the right direction on the field and it's got me to where I'm at now. Uh, who's the guy on the team? that uh, other than your brother that you're able just to cut loose with like the most where you just feel the most free around 
honestly, there's there's a lot of great guys on our team. And I would have to say it's my boy Trey Gooden, number 26. He's just <laughs> he's all energy and we we're like this. That's that's my brother there. That's awesome. And you and Trey both made great special teams plays this week <laughs> yes, in Cincinnati. We're, we're always big on racing down on the field on punt when kickoff whenever we get the chance to. It's a great yeah. time. Uh, Ryan, what else you got for Kiari? Uh, I've pretty much asked this question to all kids that come from like Florida. I know I remember asking your brother this, but like, what inspired you to come to Richmond, Kentucky, out of all the places? Honestly, mm-hmm. with the way my recruiting went, I would say looking at all the schools, I felt EKU provided me with the best opportunity to come here and just give my all in football and really focus on football. Because obviously everybody wants to come to school, come to college for school. But at the end of the day, I'm trying to get to the league. And I felt like EKU was a great place that I could do it from. I have never met a player who came to college for school. Uh, <laughs> that, that being said, I'm not, I'm not calling you a liar. I'm just saying – I, you know, I mean, I wasn't an athlete and I didn't go to college for school. So <laughs> that's, that's just me. <laughs> no, and Richmond's pretty cool. And it, it works for, for where, where it is, um, kind of tucked in, nestled underneath the, uh, underneath Lexington and, uh, you know, not quite in the mountains yet and all that kind of stuff. It, it's, Richmond's a pretty nice place. Yeah. I'd say it's, it's a good, it's a good home away from home. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, all right. So what's, what's next for you? What's the, what's the next goal, the next step? Uh, the next improvement that you're trying to make for this week against Kentucky? Honestly, I want to get out there and make some noise on the field. I feel like I feel like I had some decent plays, like you said, the punt play, but I feel like I could make my presence a little bit more known for the sake of my teammates and honestly do a better job communicating because we did have a problem with that against Cincinnati, and I feel like I could be more vocal on the field to help others. I'm going to ask this, and I don't mean it to be negative. I promise I don't. There was one play, and I wasn't paying attention, uh, but it was the play where the receiver went wide open down the right sideline. You ended up catching him right at the goal line. Um, what went down? Was it just a communication error? What went down on that play? Yeah, we had uh, we had a communication error from the sideline to the players, and some people didn't get the play in, and by the time the play developed, one man was cut free, and I did my best to try to go and save the day make a play, but it was – too little, too late. Yeah, and you did. I mean, you were right there. I mean, it was, it was so close. Inches, it's crazy. <laughs> That's what football is, a game of inches. This week against Kentucky, you're going against a pretty dynamic trio of receivers um, at Kentucky, including the local kid, Dane Key, uh, Barryon Brown, Tavon, Tavion Robinson, who is known as the athlete of the group there. Um, but you guys got your hands full against this group, and uh, and I know that you guys are up for the challenge and like I said, hopefully Frankie's back and all that kind of stuff too. Um, but uh, outside of that, again, I, I think it's I, – I had a blast watching you this week. Um, I didn't look at the depth chart until actually Saturday, and uh, and I got to the game. Uh, I looked at it before I left and then got to the game and was kind of doing some reading and preparing and things like that, and I was like, oh, my goodness, Kiari's uh, going to be out there running, running with the ones. <laughs> And, uh, yes, and not sir. only that, uh, but, but man, you made the most of it. And I know, I know there are things that you're wanting to improve on, um, but I think it's a great start and, uh, man, congrats, uh, on that. I know it didn't, it didn't go the way you wanted it to, but, but congrats still on the opportunity. And uh, I know there's, there's a big things ahead for you and we're looking forward to cheering you out against Kentucky this week. So man, thanks for coming on the show. I know it's last minute, but man, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. 
Thank you so very much. And I appreciate you guys so much for having me. Blessed to be here. Yeah. And tell your brother, hello. I, we didn't mean to leave him out, uh, yes. but uh, we'll get, we'll get him on again sometime down the road, but uh, Hey man, have a good one. Uh, we'll, we'll see you this weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Kiara McGlore, freshman cornerback, EKU, man, that was fun. Uh, uh, and like I said, I, I mean, I'm a big fan. I, it was, it was very, very quick for me to see him out there, see him hold his own. I thought I like this kid. I like what he's going to show. And uh, I am big stuff. All right, let's get back to Kentucky. Thanks, Rickson, by the way, for getting that set up here last minute as well. And uh, and I'm glad the audio stuff worked itself out as well. Um, Kentucky, though, man, I, we just talked about it. Three dynamic receivers. They got Liam Cohen, their offensive coordinator, spent plenty of time in the NFL. He's known for a guy that's going to throw the ball around. So you guys got to get to the quarterback. Um, with the Cincinnati game, did you guys felt like – Overall, it was decent uh, pressure on the quarterback, or is that a, an area that needs to be improved drastically? Obviously, it's an area that should be improved because you want to produce multiple sacks, not just two sacks in one yeah. game. But uh, for for us that who rush mostly three man, I, th- I thought we put decent pressure on them. Obviously, I think we can can finish more, but they were they were hitting us with a lot of three step stuff, so it's hard to get to the quarterback when he's he's doing three step drops and getting it out in two. One, two seconds is hard, but yeah. obviously I feel like we can produce more as a D-line. It's, we should produce more, and I, I think we'll have a we'll have a, a better opportunity to get more pressure on this guy, knowing he's not as mobile as the Emory Jones kid was last week. Yeah. But uh, we, definitely, we definitely need to make that an emphasis for this week. And by the way, shout out to Check Fall, uh, strip sack, recovered mm-hmm. the fumble as well. Uh, so that was a pretty cool play uh, also. So I didn't mean to leave him out earlier when we were talking about the Cincinnati game. Um, but again, another guy who's been around the program um, and gets the starting spot this week and goes out and, and does some damage out there as well. Um, the Heat, uh, it, late in the game, especially second half, we started seeing the cramps. Uh, looked at the offensive line was really struggling with it. Uh, but uh, how hot was it down there on the field? It was cooking for a second. It was really hot. <laughs> yeah, it was really hot. It it took it till about that sun when the sun went down over past the stadium. Yep, that's when you probably saw more cramps because people kind of got a little bit more relaxed because hmm. it wasn't as hot and people weren't yeah. probably drinking as much. Well, hopefully, we learned our lesson. Earning for the first couple quarters, it was hot. Yeah, uh, when I started seeing the shade come onto the field. I thought I bet they're loving that because uh, mm-hmm. it, it was toasty outside. I was in the air conditioning, but it was toasty outside. Uh, this Saturday, currently, the temperature is is said to be seventy eight degrees. Um, mm-hmm. That will be a nice change of pace. Right. <laughs> uh, Ray Davis comes in from Vanderbilt, running back. Uh, he put up one hundred twelve yards, two touchdowns against Ball State. He's a he's a good ball player, um, and I don't know. I don't know where he's from originally, but I don't. Do you know Ray Davis at all? Have you ever run into him? Mm-mm. No, he's from California. Okay, uh, but he's a senior. He was at Vanderbilt for several years. He was good at Vanderbilt. He decides to come to Kentucky. Uh, I have a feeling he's going to be a pain in the side uh, all day. Whether or not you guys are tackling right. him, I think you're going to see a lot of Ray Davis. Right. I I hope we can really get to him before he gets started. He's a good good size back, good like not bowling ball looking kid, but he moves. Yeah. He's good in open space. He's he's real good at hitting the gap. I'll, I'll give him that. I I hope I hope we can get him before he really gets started moving. That's where that's where you got to stop stop backs like that that are good in open field. Yeah. 
Uh, I will put out my uh, uh, preview of the EKU UK game probably on Thursday. It'll come out on bellyupsports.com and uh, we'll give my prediction. I was wrong in my prediction this past week, but that's okay. Um, I did. So I have a friend. uh, I do not gamble, but I have a friend who does. And I said, it's a lock for the over. It's 55 points was the set as the over under for your game against Cincinnati. I said it is a lot to be an over, and it it was. I was I was right in that area at the very least, and uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you guys do against Kentucky. I think that um, uh, from what I can tell from the guys on your team, from your coaching staff, uh, you're not going to let the Cincinnati game get you down, but you're going to use it as motivation to prepare uh, better for Kentucky. And uh, I'm excited to see what you guys do come out. You said it earlier. Uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but yeah, it's been close battles, uh, EKU and Kentucky in the past. And Kentucky, granted, is is a different program than what they were several years ago. Right. <laughs> but nonetheless, well, I mean, come on, they're still Kentucky. So uh, so we're looking forward to uh, EKU Kentucky this weekend and uh, seeing how you guys how you guys go um, and play against them up in Lexington. And then the following week, you guys get a home game. So you get basically you don't have to go too far for the first three weeks of the season, which is nice, I'm sure, for you guys as well. Um, what do we need to know? What do we need to be watching for? Uh, for the Kentucky game this weekend? Um, hopefully better communication amongst the secondary. Hopefully a dominance on the line of scrimmage from both O-line and D-line. And hopefully uh, we spread the ball out a little bit. Hopefully we get to throw it on them a little bit. But who knows? I don't know the offensive game plan all that much. I'm really just chattering. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, hopefully uh, hopefully a, a good competitive. I, I want us to at least put our, our best foot forward this time to at least yeah. – Let's, let's at least give them a show. I, I pray we win, and I uh, will do all the preparation it takes to win, but give them a show. Yeah, and I, I like what you said about spreading the ball around, too. Last year, that was something that happened all the time. Uh, in game one of the year, it was it was Jaden Smith, <laughs> and wisely so. Don't get me wrong. Wisely so, it was Jaden Smith. Uh, but I like to see a little bit more Hensley. I like to see a little bit more tight end action as well and uh, get that ball moving, even Braden out of the backfield, um, the running backs out of the backfield. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes what comes next week. Uh, man, big shout-out to Kiare for coming on last minute and Rickson for helping us get that set up. Um, and uh, thanks to our viewers as well for tuning in. Thanks to Ryan, as always, as well. I just got a leg cramp. Um, but, oh, man, uh, you played the game, but I feel like I've played a game. That's, uh, that stinks to get old, Ryan. Uh, that being said, uh, we will be there Saturday. We'll have a preview, uh, written preview on bellyupsports.com coming out later this week. And we'll have a recap after the game as well. And uh, looking forward to all that. Ryan, hey, we're finally playing real football. Uh, <laughs> that, that's the that's the biggest positive from this weekend. Real football has right. been played. <laughs> so uh, no Ryan Jackson touchdown opportunities uh, coming in and playing tight end in game one, but that's okay. We'll keep that tracker going for the rest of the season as well. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, IPM Pest and Termite, uh, Mad Mushroom and all around roofing for the support of the program as well. Uh, we're going to call it an evening. Thanks for tuning in to today's Sports Stove Local Hour. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sports Stove. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove.